0: And welcome to the Oddly Specific Podcast for September 29th, 2019. 2019! It's going to be a rough one tonight, so... Uh, but why? Man, we know what we're going to talk about. It's going to be rough. It's going to be horrible Heart
1: to heart. Heart to heart. Dick to dick.
2: What? <laughs>
1: what are we talking about tonight?
0: But, well, we'll just get into it. So,
1: oh, sorry. I'm taking drink water.
0: No, that's fine. Just oh, you're eating ice. Yeah, here we go. Oh, God, God <laughs> that's the worst. This is this totally is- ASMR. No. I'm taking a drink
2: of water. So am I. Todd, I think you should start doing audio for Morning CBC to get rid of the...
1: The morning drive! Oh, God. Robert W. Knight, Nighttime in the City, guys. Energy 1200. <laughs> Energy
2: 1200. Do
0: you remember that? It sounds like the dudes on The Simpsons. like,
1: well, hey, it's time to do the monster bath.
0: And then they, <laughs> this fucking Christmas Carol comes on or something.
1: <laughs> the monster bath! My kids have been watching an obscene amount of Family Guy mm-hmm. and they love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And man, I'm totally into Brooklyn Nine-Nine now.
0: Okay, i check it out. The That's, most
1: formulaic show in the history of it's, the world. It's
0: Sandberg, right?
1: And Terry Crews yeah. and, like, the whole cast is hilarious.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I'll check it out. Um, did you watch... Did anyone check out Disenchantment? No. No? What's it No about? idea. It's, like, by Matt Groening. It's, it's like... A, what? Yeah, it's, like, his new show. It's on Netflix. No? By who? who? By the dude that made The Simpsons, man.
2: Matt Groening? Yes. Oh, sorry. Is it Groening?
0: I don't I do know. Groening, I think.
2: Groening.
0: Anyway, I'll oh, check yeah. that out. I haven't really watched anything else. Although... Jody and I, in one of our romantic dates, is, are going to go check out Rambo,
1: Last Blood. Man, it's nice. getting awful reviews. I know.
0: I don't care. Whatever. It got like
1: 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, but whatever.
0: So Dave Chappelle, man.
1: Man, the guy who wrote the Rambo books, forget his name. Yeah. I was On Friday, he was like, I wish I never made this fucking character. I wish I never wrote this book. I'm the, embarrassed to be associated with this on name Because of the movie? Yeah, apparently it's awful.
2: Yeah, yeah. I heard it wasn't that great. <sighs> Yeah, couldn't be any worse than The Expendables.
1: Oh, man, do you remember the remember when Bramble came back when Sylvester Stallone was like, "I'm going to produce these movies on my own" in Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, and and they, it was in Burma.
0: Yeah,
1: man, that was like the goriest movie I've ever seen. He unloads it, a yeah.
0: howitzer on a guy point blank. Yeah, <laughs>
1: the the first Rambo was like a legitimate. It was a good movie. It was like a it was a critically lauded movie. First mm-hmm. Blood, yeah, about a Vietnam War veteran who gets like who has PTSD and gets yeah. caught up in a. You know, kind of a bit of a face-off with a small-town sheriff.
0: Every time I think about Rambo, though, mm-hmm. I I always just immediately transfer. Chris, that's disgusting, <laughs> man!
1: Fuck.
0: I always think about UHF. Remember when Weird Al like oh, does yeah. the Rambo shit on UHF? Oh, I love it! Catches the bullet in his teeth. Gus, did you ever see that movie? Gus hasn't seen any movies, man. He's worse than me. How about
1: Hot Shots? When Charlie Sheen like did the Rambo take for a long time? Yeah, that was like the most spoofed character. Yeah weird
0: that's why man rambo last blood we're gonna go check that out rambo last blood there's a couple things coming up that i'm looking forward to i.e the witcher Starring Henry Cavill.
1: What is that about?
0: So, all that's a that, Netflix series. It's right? a Netflix series, and all I really know is from what I played in the game, uh, the last game. I haven't played the first one or the second one. But so, who
1: is who is Henry Cavill or Cavill?
0: He is Geralt of Rivia, who is a witcher. In what w- is a, who's
1: a, what is a witcher?
0: A witcher is a, a type of, uh, I guess, a human that was subjected to this thing called the trial of grasses, um, where kids. Orphans a lot of the time are subjected to all these chemicals to enhance their bodies. And if they survive, they become witchers. And their job is to go out and hunt monsters that have come through uh, these this portal in this um, event that happened where all these worlds combined and monsters just flooded the planet sort of thing. So he's kind of like a monster hunter. And then there's a whole sequence of events that happens around that. So it's kind of, it's almost like, that's secondary to the main story. But it, if it's done well, it'll be really good.
1: Should be done well. Yes, yeah, so it should. I'm looking forward the to... The Bash! <laughs> I'm looking forward to Joker. Mm. Man, mm. this is getting, like, all sorts of attention for some great reasons. Like, yeah. the fact that apparently it's a legitimately excellent film that, yeah. like, won at the Venice Film Festival. And many are calling it as the best, like, uh, incarnation of the character. Ever, That's crazy. Even yep. better than Heath Ledger's version. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people are going. This movie
0: is going to incite violence. It's going it.
1: to inc- incel violence and shit like that. You what? Know? Well, because of the Aurora, Colorado shooting, and that guy, you know, was shot up the place. Like, was it for the Dark Knight or Batman I think it Begins?
0: Was a, I think it was. I think it was the Dark Knight. I can't yeah. remember. But yeah, uh, so, but I, I guess
2: well, I mean, because it's a dark, it's a dark superhero. Is that why? Well, no. no.
0: I, I think it's because, well, I know in the other movie, I don't know what the plot of this one is. I know like the general, you know, synopsis provided by the trailers. But in the other one, was it the one with Bane that it happened?
1: I don't know. I think it was. I yeah, think yeah. it was the, it was the, there, no, there was no a lot. it was the one with Bane. It wasn't, yeah.
0: There were a lot. Yeah. And so it was Dark Knight Rises then, right? I believe so. So um, a lot of the the plot with that movie was about um what just anarchy right like chaos and yeah. anarchy and i think they're one they're wondering whether or not that this movie may incite this sort of same reaction it's unbelievable i saw i watched a uh, an interview with Joaquin Phoenix and he's like he he, he didn't know what to say cuz people were asking him do you think that this film will incite violence and he's like i think he walked out of one interview and had to go compose himself and figure out what he was supposed to answer to that
1: yeah you know man the dark knight rises came out in 2012 what
2: yeah i i saw quentin tarantino answer a question like that yeah where they were like you know do you do you think that your movies you know incite blah 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 and Mm -hmm. he he got so pissed off yeah yeah with with that with that british guy yeah yeah because it's not it's not his fucking responsibility man
0: well, that's like, that's what Joaquin it, Phoenix said too. Is it, like, it's not, it's not the responsibility of the filmmaker. Like, what people take away, no, you know,
2: no, no. because the thing is, is if a movie like that pushes you over the, over the edge, you're already at the fucking
0: edge. Okay, here's one. You guys know that a game,
2: right? What
0: play video games? You know that a yeah, yeah. game. Oh yes. What do you think is is there uh, an effect on the human psyche from playing video games, like violence? Well, does.
1: there's there's a lot of there's a lot of data to suggest that there is yeah Gus? but the
2: thing is yeah e- e- sure but the thing is it's like it's like anything it's uh, bullying can push you over the edge you know uh, a batman movie push you over the edge you know feeling frustrated at video games push you over the edge do you think it's
0: chicken and egg though like do you think there has to be an underlying thing beforehand 100
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah 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 but can i okay, can i just like put this out there though yeah this is where I, like we have to apply some logic and reason to this, which is like, we live in a society of free speech and free expression and all of the things pretty well up to a point without inciting violence. Right. So if you're doing a film or a, a play or a work of art in some capacity that utilizes even gratuitous violence to, you know, for the, for effect. Yeah. If somebody decides if they're inspired by that to go and hurt other people, Mm -hmm. is that really the response? Like, the, the, you know, the person making the movie can't be held responsible. Obviously.
0: Well, that's what we were just saying. That's, yeah, what, that's, that's, what, that's what they that's were totally answering true. is like the the filmmakers and the actors can't be. I don't think they're responsible for that. Because
2: the thing is, listen, we're talking about, you know, this is like, <laughs> this is such a, like a neoliberal conversation. Neoliberal? It, it is. Because the thing is, is that you you're, you're, we're talking about less than, we're talking about like less than 0.05% of people.
0: You that know, would go out and do something. that would be and inspired? This. So yeah. the
2: thing is, is that if if there was a, you know, a sequence of events that led this person to whatever, I mm-hmm. think that I think that if it wasn't a movie, it would be something else. If it wasn't this, it would be something else.
0: But you guys agree that it could be like a catalyst at least.
2: Yeah, sure. But yeah, the mean, thing is, is any any art is any any art form that like you know causes you to be emotionally triggered by that, then sure you're going to do it. You're I think gonna, there's a
1: there's a, a series of inconvenient realities that exist kind of on a spectrum, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that there's some validity to the fact that like violent video games and violent films do to some degree contribute um, to, you know, people being violent or inciting violence, like not inciting, but inspiring violence, Mm -hmm. people who are already inherently violent. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, for instance, in the U S like the prevalence of guns makes it a lot easier to express that violence Mm -hmm. um, and to hurt people.
0: I always kind of wondered that though, because I've watched a few videos on YouTube that talk about that. Why? How the video game industry became, you know, all the popular games, all the AAA games, all of the, mm-hmm. the biggest games. The point of them is to kill things, right? That's how you you progress in, in all of these games. And I'm wondering, has that always been around? No. Well, right. Where, did, thing, man, it, where is, did that come from?
2: The, the, the thing that you just said, Chris, about, you know, guns in America and this and that, it's like Canada has more guns per capita, more guns per person than the United States does. What? But our, our, Are you our, sure about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, look it up. Look it up right now. What? But our murder rate is like so vastly far below. So the thing is, is that you're coming down to when you break it all down, it's literally just societal
0: Difference like.
2: issues and societal pressures for example, like we have health care here I'm sure that takes a lot of burden off of people. We have you know a bigger social safety net blah 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 blah. You know and you can get on all these societal things that push people over the edge man And the thing is is in the United States. Let's just face it man. people are people are marginalized Gus what?
1: Okay, that's wrong. what You just said the United States has 120.5 weapons for every hundred people in the United States, okay, and Canada has thirty-four point seven, and that's that's taking is that like the per capita is, differential into account.
2: Is that personal
1: civilian firearms per civilian hundred? Firearms. Yeah. So like I don't like maybe there maybe you read something that I I'm not seeing here. Yep. Fact checking Michael Moore. Does Canada have more guns per capita than the U.S.? Is that where you heard it?
2: I I don't know if it was from Michael Moore, but yeah, that's probably. What anyways, I think. let's see what happens.
1: Uh, wait, the gun, not the eagles, are true national... Okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, wait, let's, he's partly right. Okay, wait a second. Moore said the U.S. is armed with a quarter of a billion guns and argued that even though Canada has more per capita, mostly hunting guns, it has far less gun violence. He's partly right. But is that just hunting guns? <clears throat> there, well, I don't know. There are an estimated 270 million firearms in the U.S., according to the Independent Research Project Small Arms Survey. That's 89 firearms per 100 residents, making US, the U.S. the number one country for gun ownership. Canada, on the other hand, ranks 13th on the studies list with 9.95 million firearms per 30 or 31 per 100 residents. Moore is right that Canada has a far lower rate of firearm homicides than its neighbor to the south. But, but yeah, not, not per capita. Not per capita. Okay, well. So how many was that, though, Chris? How, how? many guns per? Yeah. Re, uh, yeah. It's 31 per 100 Whereas the U.S. has 89 per 100, according to the small arms survey. 31 per 100. So then you
2: would think, you know, if you did the math, you yeah. would think that our, that their murder rate should be three times more than ours. When in fact, it's probably 100 times more than ours, if not more.
1: The U.S. does not have a homicide rate nearly doubled. Okay, So the U.S. does have a high homicide rate. Um, but not per capita. 6.4 homicides per 100,000 people. So it falls behind countries in Africa, the Caribbean, Eastern Europe, and Latin America. But overall, crime, violent crime, has been taking a nosedive in the Western world.
0: So that that number that you gave for Canada, though, that's kind of surprising for me, mind you. I don't. A lot of it is hunting. Yeah, I don't live in a a rural area. I don't know a lot of hunters, but uh, the ones that I do, awesome people. Um, But going
1: back to the thing about like whether video games and films incite violence, Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know. I mean, like it's culture, man. I'm just gonna go culture. It, I think it, it, there's it,
1: it, a lot of mental health issues. I think that I think it's not as simple as just going, it's video games and movies. I think that's one of the elements of things. But yeah. with that said, okay, not to make this another thing, but there is something I also kind of wanted to attack and discuss to some degree too, which mm-hmm. is, like this is an example of, I think to some degree, a little bit of a, there's myths associated with stuff. And some okay. of them are convenient and some of them are not. Mm-hmm. I mean the facts, not the myths. Yeah. So like this climate strike, for instance, right? Yeah. I'm a believer that the climate is changing. Right. I think if you look at all of the, the the facts on the table about why it's changing, the what's contributing to those changes, how we address these things, mm-hmm. whether we can address these things or not, mm-hmm. I think that's mostly question marks. Like, I, I read that Green New Deal, mm-hmm. and I also read a, a series of independent studies that the IPCC released, yeah. the International Pan- Panel for Climate Change. Does this have anything to do
2: with the fact that you just bought a Hummer? <laughs>
1: I don't think you can buy a Hummer anymore.
0: How many diesel Hummers did can you, you imagine? just buy? I just
1: bought like a, a helicopter. Chris, but,
0: why are you driving a dump truck?
1: <laughs> just leave it. I'm running. driving one of those oil bitumen trucks yeah, with yeah. this like giant A380 size trucks. <laughs> anyway, um, the the long and short of it on everything that I've read and like and, and I've kind of collectively read over time and, and disseminated is that climate change is primarily well, if you if you run along with the theory that the climate was always changing. It is always changing, mm-hmm. but that human industrial activity has exacerbated it and has kind of put kerosene on the fire, mm-hmm. okay? What well, was a small bonfire now? It's like this big raging fire. If you if that's your theory, mm-hmm. the only real way to address this is, first of all, it's got to be a complete global effort, mm-hmm. not just Canada, not just the US, because like Brazil, China, and India, who have these emerging growing economies, mm-hmm. you cannot have like a an economy- like that at all, and keep growing and and not falling into recession without cheap energy. And like cheap energy is primarily driven by burning coal, mm-hmm. nuclear, mm-hmm. and hydroelectric resources if you have them. Canada has a lot of them. Actually, when it comes to emissions, Canada's actually really good when it comes to the generation of electricity, as an example, for the purposes of powering things. Mm-hmm. So, so the long and short of it is that it's, the, the four main things that are contributing to it are airline travel, so at any given point there's about 10 to 12,000 planes in the sky. Sure. Like right now all over the world, mm-hmm. there are 10 to 12,000 planes cruising. Sure. Okay? Every fucking day there's like 30 to 40,000 flights, like something ridiculous like mm-hmm. that, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's that. There's agriculture, specifically cattle agriculture. So our taste for beef and pork and all of these animals that we eat is having an effect on the climate.
2: That's right. There's methane in- Emissions,
1: methane emissions, yeah. industry surrounding. I believe he's right. It is methane. The, There's the, the generation of energy. So like the, there's the burning coal. Burning coal is a big contributing factor to this. It is the cheapest way to generate
2: oh, electricity. Burning, burning coal is.
0: Biking. You know what? You know what Chris did last Massive. Massive. week?
2: Massive. Massive. Fossil, Fossil fuel burning. Massive.
0: Chris threw about seven cows on a coal fire last week. <laughs>
2: Just to heat his house, just to heat his <laughs> car. <laughs> no, but okay, okay. okay keep going. Okay, so there's yeah. that,
1: and then there's also commercial shipping. So ships at sea.
0: Don't get Gus started on that, please. Yeah, so there,
1: it's like okay. So this is my point. Oh God! Is he's... all of these things that are happening? Yeah. Uh, like all of these scientific innovations. Yeah. Where we are as a society, as a species, all these things, we require energy. Yeah. Okay. Like it's it's. And, and we require as much cheap and abundant energy as we can get. Mm-hmm. And to me, nuclear is the best option for that. Hydroelectricity
2: oh, oh is oh, the best option oh for that. God. What What's the problem? No, just keep going.
1: No, but what do you disagree with?
2: Nuclear is not an option, man. Why? You know what gives you the most free energy, period? What? The sun and the wind.
0: Uh-huh. It's- but, but what Chris is saying is in order to drive these emerging... Uh, countries is that, especially with such a massive population mm-hmm. is what's already been okay, tried and let's, tested. Let's, let's, no, but let's for, I gotta, I gotta tell you,
1: like, hold on. Like, let's, like, break,
2: let's break it down to a real argument. Here, why,
1: it, why if solar and, and wind, mm-hmm. I agree with you. These are great and tidal too, and geothermal and all these other things. Why, if they're, if they're so abundant, why aren't they being employed in abundance? Why not? It's an honest question. Like why? why,
2: because because the wind the,
1: is not always blowing. No, no, you're right, you're right. You're and, right. And, and 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 the tides are not always because there's yielding a, enough to be able to. There's a huge
2: amount of infrastructure sun,
1: sun is not always shining either.
2: No, but there's a huge amount of Finley Quay.
0: Sun is shining.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. There's a huge amount of infrastructure behind all of the current uh like status quo methods right that inhibit the growth of emerging technologies
0: no but that was his point his point is isn't that he's anti these technologies he's just saying that these countries that are coming up with massive populations um in order to support that, it's probably going to be a lot more difficult.
2: Like I that, know, but I think we need to. I think we need to like call you know a spade a spade here and say that like not everybody in the world can live middle class, and that, that's just the end of it. Not everybody can be American. Not everybody can be Western. Not everybody can live in the suburbs and have a house and eat steaks on their barbecue and burn fossil fuels readily. Not everybody can do have that. have orca steaks. So that,
1: that I don't disagree with you on that. Like the the, the resources are finite, yet. More people than ever are coming out of poverty, which is a good thing. And don't you think that that's actually fueling, like that? The facts are like that that's that is that's fueling it, a lot of climate change is it, the fact that there's so many people like m- economically mobile. They're coming out of poverty. You're
2: right. Which is a good thing,
1: right? There's there's pros and cons to all these different things.
2: But the thing is, is we need to get we need to get we need to we need to halt those economy not not halt the economies, but we need to halt those cultures from doing. And going the same path that we did. Because when you take a look at like India or something, it's just us. But like in 1964 when we were burning leaded gasoline and fucking, you know, coal was the king and all of this stuff. It's the same thing. So they're just going back and making the same mistakes that we did. So as as a world entity, we're not... We're not necessarily learning from each other's mistakes. We're just trying to drive a GDP number. That's but don't, all we're but don't do.
1: you think that it would make more sense at this point? This is like, I think we're agreeing. Climate change yeah, is yeah, happening, no, we're agreeing, right? Yeah. We're all agreeing. Climate change is happening. I'm just agreeing that like, unless like yeah, that Greta Thunberg, I was kind of looking at that and I was I was like, okay, well, like I think these rallies and these strikes, like I think it's important to create awareness about these things, but I also couldn't help but feel that it was also It's just one element of this of the situation that is I feel like these strikes and like this, like we have to do more like the world is ending in 12 years. All these things are actually making it harder and worse because because she even admitted she's like, I came to this. I didn't fucking fly. I took a three and a half week trip on an emissions free boat across the Atlantic. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to fucking take a three and a half week trip on a boat across the Atlantic, go to Spain, go to Europe. Not fucking interested Like air travel, like the, the airline industry, this is a fucking miracle. Yeah. It's a fucking miracle that we have these planes that go, that can bring you to Australia in 12 hours.
2: Yeah, it is. It's incredible.
1: We're going to backtrack from that. Like,
2: well, I don't think so. I don't know. It it depends. It depends on what the world thinks is progress. Quite frankly, uh, everything that we're just talking about here is globalization. And the whole thing is, is that the, you know, globalization, when it was created after the second world war and the. The World Bank and the IMF and all this stuff—it—it—it's created a situation where we're like, it, it's just like you said, like let's take boat travel, okay? Right. All we're doing is shipping a bunch of shit around the world, Secrets. so that so that we can just, God damn it, you, you know what I mean? No, that's an
0: interesting discussion. No, right? I know, no, no,
2: it, it, but it, okay, but th- that's that's basically all we're doing. And so the thing is, is that what whatever, like, you don't need to go to Spain, man. You but
1: know? I want to go to Spain.
2: Well, sure. Why like, shouldn't
1: I see the world? It's culturally enriching. So you're saying
2: I should just stay where so I am? Do we do we enrich your culture at the cost of the environment?
1: Okay, here, let me ask you this. Okay, I get what you're saying, Todd. Jump in. I'm gonna. Why I'm, not throw technology at this problem? I'm gonna start fracking. Well, um,
2: actually, the NRC just just posted. <laughs> the NRC just posted a job the I'm other gonna, day.
0: If there's like puffin nests, Four. I'm gonna start fracking right there. <laughs>
2: Gas fracking. N- NRC in Canada just posted a job the other day for uh, somebody who is you, into researching hybrid electric um, modes of transportation in the aviation industry.
1: Oh, okay, but I'm specifically talking about, like, carbon scrubbers. Carbon scrubbers are Canadian technology that have been proven to remove significant units of CO2 Who's out.
2: Gonna pay? Who's going to pay for it? Governments? Is the is the Indian government going to come out and be like, oh yeah, no problem, we're just going to throw a bunch of carbon? carbon I'm just my point is
1: my point is is that that's a technological solution. Sure, man. But not everybody can
2: afford technology.
1: Okay, but wait a minute. Uh, Tesla cars are a technological solution. Can't afford it. Okay, so so (laughs) so your your argument is that because they're unaffordable now because they haven't scaled, Mm. okay, that we should all just be focused on not going to Spain. Not taking planes, not doing this, not doing no, no, that, no, completely no, no. altering Gus, life. That's what I'm no, Gus, what are you saying,
0: Gus? Just Gus. What Gus is saying is not him, but for a lot of people, man, that's not that's not doable.
2: And, and here's the other thing, man, is that it's
1: Gus is agreeing with you. He's just saying no. Like, he's disagreeing with with how to attack the problem. But what do, what do you propose? Here's
2: here's the thing, man. Is that the the, the technological. Um, the technological capitalism, let the market sort it out. Solution: it it rarely works. It rarely works because. So, what are you proposing? You need a government to nationalize a research program into doing exactly what you are talking about, and then nationalize the production of those things. Period.
1: So, in other words, develop them, like through tax money,
2: or steal them,
1: or just develop them, get them, get them to market. Right. Okay, then. Like monetarily deploy them, adopt them, uh, mass ado- adoption of these. Yeah, but things. the reason
2: I said nationalization is because I want to take profit out of the equation. So, so
1: you did you agree with the nationalization of that pipeline? No. Okay.
2: Because that that's it, it's it's this is Jagmeet Singh said the best thing the other day. I, <laughs> I couldn't have even said it any better, and it was like. You know, Justin Trudeau is walking in this climate march and Jagmeet Singh was just like, dude, you you just bought a pipeline. (laughs) So (laughs) fuck off, basically. And you know that—that's the whole thing—is that like it's yes in that sense okay nationalization of like energy grids and things like that is is something that I personally I,
1: I totally agree with you on Jagmeet saying he and Trudeau deserves to be called out on that
2: oh yeah the guy's are ridiculous I mean but anyways like, Todd's like oh god the bad. nationalization <laughs> <of energy laughs> oh, god. is something that we need to do as as like a, a global thing we we need we need to get these people bought into the we need to get these other culture emerging cultures bought into in ourselves bought into the idea that um, solving this problem now will actually make your economy better because if the if the if the country's dumped a huge amount of money behind R&D I mean are you're you're supporting education mm-hmm. you're supporting your own people you're right. generating jobs you're creating a huge amount of infrastructure and then guess what at the end of it you got a big chunk of intellectual property that you can farm around in the free market
1: okay so so First of all, Canada has been very good historically at developing uh, energy producing assets like the Do nuclear reactors, which are widely regarded globally as some of the the safest if not the safest designs of nuclear reactors, okay? So they have minimal waste horrible. yield.
2: Sure.
1: Yeah, I know, but like you know how much energy we derive from nuclear, like safely. Yeah,
2: but man, you know how horrible it is. Like how literally, how horrible. How, it is.
1: Why is it horrible?
2: What, what are you going to do with the waste, man? It, it's you bury
1: it in the ground. <laughs> What's the problem, Chris?
0: Chris burned seven cows on a coal fire <laughs> it's in so, an old.
2: That's such a short. In an statement. old like. <laughs> what you don't like nuclear? No, I don't. But why doesn't like nuclear? Because it's 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 it's. Burying a problem, man. It's like me. I'm gonna smoke 15 packs of cigarettes a day for the next 30 years. You of do smoke
1: 15 <laughs> packs of cigarettes a day.
2: <laughs> you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen yeah. to me. Okay, so 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 burying waste.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, at whatever. Yeah, I mean, we're not even at a rate where like a lot of people are using nuclear. So imagine if a lot of people could were, we
0: could we say nuclear, please? Nu-
2: what do I say? Nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. Sorry,
1: that's not allowed on this podcast. How about launching it into space? Launching into the sun.
2: I, I'd be all over that. Yeah, that's great. But it's so if super, we t- super if we t- costly. Superman. It's also
1: super dangerous because <laughs> if
2: it blows up mid-flight, we're fucked. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but there's, okay, so there's like, all right, but it, it, it Well, ha- no, nuclear waste blowing up is not the, you know, you know, is not the problem.
1: Okay, I was watching that In the Mind of did Bill Gates Did I say Gates it again? Thing. Yes. Yes, you did. Oh, man, what? God damn it. I, just, I, was, I was watching that In the Mind of Bill Gates thing yeah. uh, last week. I don't know if you watched it or not, but. The the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation seeded and successfully came up with a uh, nuclear reactor design with like this big initiative that they did. It put a lot of money behind it, mm-hmm. and it yielded literally a third of the nuclear waste of a conventional reactor. It was like like groundbreaking. Okay, and then Fukushima happened. Yeah, and it was like yeah, yeah it's no not going to go over popular. Yeah. Oh, you haven't watched it yet. No. Yeah.
0: No, I mean no one no one wants this. It's- well
1: no, yeah, no one wants to be talking about nuclear right yeah. now because of Fukushima. All it is that's the problem with nuclear. All it takes is one accident. It's, it's a- like an error. it's like a plane crash. Yeah. It's like the most practical. It makes the most sense mm-hmm. for the generation of steam that would power turbines for electricity. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem is when they're a fucking disaster like Chernobyl or something like that, it's catastrophic. It's horrible. And, and so, and they can mitigate this to a great degree now, but it's also makes all the head. But the
0: difference between the, I guess that's the issue, right? It's not like a plane crash because like Chernobyl is going to be hell on earth for how many years now, right? Like it's like a thousand it's a de- year. yeah It's but, a dead zone, you know. But like.
1: Chernobyl was the problem. The problem there was that when you try to do nuclear cheaply mm-hmm. and, 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 not in a safe way. Well, you're gonna get fucking shit like that happening.
0: Have you seen the sarcophagus? That it's well, actually, it's, it's, it's
2: deteriorating yeah. so badly that what yeah. sarcophagus? It's actually, so they
0: encased it in this. You should look. You should look at it. It's they encased insane. it in a tomb.
2: Mm-hmm. It's still burning. Yeah, Chernobyl's still burning. It. Yeah. Oh wow. Like
0: to the point where I think it's sinking as well. Like it's, yeah, so it's burning through. There's a the thing ground.
2: in. There's a thing called the China Syndrome, and basically, it's when it's a good movie when.
1: <laughs> no, it was a movie with Michael it Douglas. It was a movie and right? Jack Lemmon.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, when when the when the core becomes. Uh... When when the core has the radioactive material stuffed mm-hmm. into it and you mm-hmm. can't remove it, it mm-hmm. starts an out of control cycle, which causes the core to become molten. Yep, and it burns down through the ground. It'll go
1: burn all the way to China.
2: <laughs> Pretty much, Doctor Octopus style. Yeah. yeah. So that they they stopped it, but the problem was is that it was it was it was uh, creating the sand was turning to glass over top of it, mm-hmm. and so they they had to bury the thing inside this huge, like you know, sixteen foot thick you know, a container of cement, but it's, that's deteriorating now. And if that busts open, mm-hmm. which it is imminently going to, you'll have the whole thing. So that's again. a dilemma,
1: right? The dilemma. like, And here's the other thing too, is like, they're actively working on these tokamak. The, the, well, not these, the single, like, I think there's only two of them, but the main one is the Eider tokamak reactor. And this is in, I believe in Germany, Germany or France. Do you guys know what this is? No. The Eider tokamak reactor so that's fission, what we're talking about. Nuclear fission is when we split atoms. When we Fusion, fuse them, yeah. fu- fusing atoms, which is like what happens in the sun naturally, constantly, yields just as much, if not more energy, more and it's energy. completely clean. The only problem... <laughs> black hole? Like what? Yeah, well, no, the hole. only problem is that like, Dark it, matter. It, it's a reaction, right? <laughs> Dark matter. If, you, if, if the reaction is not contained yeah. and controlled, like you could fuck everyone up like pretty badly like Like the planet spider-man too like it's yeah (laughs) yeah no no seriously like that's but it's an abundant i
0: always love that amount of energy and if
1: they can figure it out they've been working on this actively for 40 years and they're like they say they're 10 years away from actually creating a plasma loop and sustaining it for more than like an hour
0: i always come i will come back to this obviously but it always (laughs) makes me laugh when they're like so cern what's the chance of a black hole opening up every time you run this reactor? We don't know. "Uh, We don't know, but pretty minimal.
1: (laughs) No, the CERN guys are scary. Okay, so uh, how's the uh, the Hadron Collider? Uh, It's It's uh, a giant machine. It takes a tremendous effort to power it up, and uh, we do it twice a year, and we think we've uh, ripped into another dimension. I mean, oh, no, no. (laughs) Klaus, did we rip into another dimension? I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer So
2: the story about the first time that they ran that thing is that it one of the magnets failed. One of the magnets failed, like right. pushing the uh, you know, proton yeah. beam around or whatever. Right. And it during during the explosion, it, it all the all that matter escaped and it embedded itself into the mountain that it's under. So there's like a shitload of like How yeah. long's that
0: tunnel? How long is that the the actual tube?
2: It's like a five mile loop or something like that?
0: So crazy. But anyways,
2: it's like so. There's all these gamma rays Im- that have embedded themselves into this mountain, and thank God they didn't escape.
0: <laughs> wow! We just do stuff, eh? Like we just, you know. There's a
2: slight possibility that this could uh, open a portal to hell.
1: Well, it's the whole. Do co- it- it's the whole. Cause, about- it's cause and effect, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there, there's always a byproduct of these processes. Event horizon. <laughs> no, but it's true. <laughs> We're getting out of here.
2: <laughs> it is. No, but it's true. Horizon. It's
1: like it's like there's always a byproduct of these things. This is goes back to the whole climate argument, which is so. What do we do? Just do nothing? Go back to the Iron Age? Like no,
2: like, you, you have, first of all, you have to take the guys. Have,
0: I, I have a, okay. I don't. I'm gonna say go I don't it. support this. Uh-huh. I'm don't. I don't support this. People are gonna get mad when I say this. Fuck you, Todd. A large portion of this, if we had <laughs> more support,
2: wait for wait for it,
0: <laughs> Gus. I've talked to you about this before. If
2: we had support for
0: um birth control. Oh. Worldwide.
2: Oh, he did not say that.
0: Um
2: oh, yeah. It's controversial but
0: it is controversial and I'm not saying it because I'm anti-religious or anti uh anyone's beliefs, but um when you think about it uh as a preventative thing.
2: I just want to throw this out there that's yeah. exactly what the esteemed
0: is there going to be a horrible person that said this before? That no, 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 okay. no.
2: This, this guy is like pretty solid. He's like, he writes about geopolitics, but yeah. Robert D. Kaplan wrote that exactly in his book called To the en- Ends of the Earth. Yeah. Um, he, he, he repeatedly comes across this statement yeah. where, you know, you have you have the West who are doing this and that and the other thing and mm-hmm. we're having maybe, you know, whatever, two, two and a half uh, children per, per household. And he said, you know, you get into countries like Africa where there's like, there's no, there's some of the, some of these, you know, slums and like Lagos or whatever. There's no education. There's no hope. There's no real future for any of these people. But yet each mother is having up to eight children. Okay. What well, the fuck? You, you wait a you, Let, me finish what, what yeah. let
0: me finish what I'm saying. What you Let me finish what right. I'm saying. I'm not anti-people. Really I'm not anti-people. I'm not anti-people. I'm not anti, I'm right. not anti uh, you know, any of that stuff. All I'm saying, I don't even necessarily know that I support this. All that I'm saying is it seems uh, a lot easier to me to take preventative measures than develop an entirely new economy and, you know what, like take some of the burden off the planet, you know? And I know everyone would say, like, Todd, man, you hate people. What the hell? Like, you know, religion says this. I know all that. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be easier to maybe try to slow down the population boom a little bit and that might take some of the pressure off? What do you guys think? Discuss.
2: I, I, I 100% agree with you. It's just about doing it. Secondly...
0: Not, okay, let me also say, not forcing people, I would never do that, no, not no, 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 forcing people no. to take birth control, never forcing anybody to do anything they want. I think
2: we have to accept the fact that no mother, no mother, no fa- no good father who is worth any of his salt wants to see any of their children not succeed, not do better. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see their kid ridden with disease and mm-hmm. living in a slum just like they did and mm-hmm. getting no further along. Nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that a lot of people would would take these opportunities but it's not just about that you have to have this whole educational piece aside
0: well all i'm saying is it's a multifaceted problem that has to do with population it has to do with the fact with education that, poverty you know uh all of that it has to do with energy production chris you're right like we we need energy like we're at the point now chris you would never go back to going out to hunting and starting no, i don't
2: know fire, starting we, fires and none of us know anything about that
0: so I just, and, I, I, well I, I, and and i mean if we, thing,
2: you need to reinvent the world economy because everything that we're talking about right now Oh my god
1: yeah okay i yeah so how do you do that No, but like I, this is why i take a bit of an issue with this <laughs> mm-hmm. and i love you but like i don't agree with you at all like okay well no doing. i i i uh, sure that's a really pie in the sky great idea invent reinvent the world economy how do you get all these nations all in different spots mm-hmm. in their development to like come together? Like like just think about this unemotionally, just like objectively, okay? How do you convince India whose economy is like growing as as is its population. Huge population. Yeah, how do you convince them? We're we're like 85% of the country is rural, doesn't even have internet. Like 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 uh, live in shanty towns. Doesn't even it's have like, electricity. Doesn't even have electricity. They use uh like uh, they use furnaces, they use clay furnaces yeah. to do everything yeah. from boiling water because they they can't drink the water, mm-hmm. like all of these different things. How do you convince these countries to go? Yeah, we need we all need to get on this on this line, and you have to do this, and you and we have to all collect. Like it's impossible. It is not practical. It, yeah, it's a great idea, but in applic- in practical application, it's impossible.
2: If, if this is something that you actually want to do, like if this is something that the world really, really wanted to do, you can do it, but it ain't going to be. Yeah, fine. the problem is it's going to be done at the end of a gun.
1: The problem is, is that there's there's really there's no immediate urgency with this collectively for everybody. You know what would be immediately urgent that would fuck everybody up is a gigantic meteor. The whole yeah, yeah, world would go. It's over. We're all dead. Yeah. So we got to do something immediately about right. this. The problem is that there's like there is mostly consensus in the scientific community. Most of the scientific com- community believes that man- uh, that mankind that the, that the industrial revolution. All these things are contributing to well, climate change. Well, the
2: burning change. of fossil fuels is contributing, The burning yes.
1: of – that most of the scientific community, but not all of the scientific community <clears throat> does, because there is never scientific consensus on anything. But, like, a va- the vast majority of the scientific community believes in this theory, okay? What people disagree on is the solution to this, based on this these facts. That's the truth. And what the problem is is that everybody has like an emotional response to this fucking thing. Yes. Everybody's like panicking and creating like there's like an industry that's 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 been generated out of this.
0: Well, I think it's because we're we're so reliant upon it, right? Yeah. That that, that everyone you know, myself included, are like, well, what's the option? What's going to happen if the option happens? You know, like what is the which is why I think it has to be you know, at least I can't speak for the rest of the world, man, but at least even here in Canada, man, it's gotta be like phased in, you know, like it couldn't just be like,
2: all right, it's all electric now. Let's do it. Well, can I, can I just throw throw something out here? Because Mm -hmm. this is, this is something that, this is something that I think about like a lot and not, not this climate argument, Mm -hmm. but what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. And I I think we all just need to like take a step back and just be like, what what the fuck are we talking about here? We're, We're talking about, not doing something to avoid something that is ultimately inevitable. So the whole thing is, is that the economy is not, it's not a thing, man. It's it's, the economy. The economy is not a thing like this. The the global economy is not a fucking thing, man. It's all of us doing shit. That's I don't
1: understand. What do you mean? There's no global economy,
2: man. The global economy is just a bunch of numbers and things that are in machines that we've built to establish some type of worth as to what the fuck we're all doing. And in reality, it's it it, it's nothing. So for us to sit around here, it this is why it boggles my mind how we don't just band together as a group of humans, fuck what country you're from, put your head together, and figure out solutions. Money is not the object. Money it shouldn't even be in the equation. Yeah, but Gus... This is that OK. It's not about money, but it is about money. No, it's, it's just about having people <laughs> do shit, because the thing is, is there's a lot of theories out there that say, like, you know what? If you just turned everything off tomorrow, if you just did it, just everything turns off tomorrow and nobody goes to work after about a month, some some guy that used to work at the power plant is going to be like, oh, fuck, I really like my TV. I'm going to go back in and just do my job. Some some doctor is going to be like, no, I actually really inherently love helping people. I'm just going to go back to the hospital. You believe that's going to
1: happen if somebody flips all the fucking energy off?
2: It will happen. You so you this, believe this is what this is what this you is, believe this is how we we as the human race have come to this point. You believe it's, like we haven't been motivated by money. We've been motivated by necessity. So
1: you believe the end of Escape from L.A. Click whole fucking planet. I believe. Dark.
0: I believe. Okay. Mad Max: Fury Road.
1: Okay, so whole planet goes dark, and you believe that people will just go. Okay, I'll just go back to doing what I was doing before without getting paid.
2: I know. I well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty. What
1: are you basing that on?
0: The fact that that's like a
1: wild theory.
0: Hmm? (laughs) No, wait. wait, Let's okay. But before we shut we shut him shut him down. Gus has a point in that, like this this thing that we're living right now. That's not that old, man, in the grand scheme of the human race. No, it's
1: hilariously like a blink of an it's eye. It's a
0: hilariously a blink of an eye. So could we just go back to it? I guess that's what you're saying, right? Is if you flipped it all off, would we all just behave and keep doing what we Because the
2: thing, if you just, if, if people are like, oh my God, what are you going to do? Send us back to the Middle Ages? I'm like, no, I, I would I would send you back to the Middle Ages equipped with the knowledge that you have now. The knowledge of everything that we've built. So uh, what are you going to do just throw that away and start stabbing each other with swords and
1: I
0: feel
2: like yes, some of so that would happen. I think that's happen. What, that
1: that would definitely happen.
2: Yeah, but the thing you you, you know this I is- think people would go fuck. Now okay. now okay you okay, know Okay, what- but the thing is is if 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 that's what happens then that's what we're that's what we fucking deserve, man. If it's come to the point where all oh we my. think about is fury road after <laughs> after you know after building the internet and modern communications okay, guys- Come on, fuck, man. It's, it's I, it's worth, is, I
1: gotta call you on this shit. What worth, the hell are you talking about? It's worth more like, than that, man. Okay, I'm, okay I'm, that is the most conspiracy-laden- It's not conspiracy. Yes, that's like that's, that's the kind of thing that fuels conspiracy. the emotional response to this problem, okay? No, no,
2: it, no man. It, if
1: think we about sl- it. No, you, I am thinking about it. If we, we switched would, all the power off, we would you know s- what would happen? There would be a power vacuum because we are inherently hierarchical. And what would happen is that somebody would go, I'm gonna dominate all these fucking people for control of whatever resources still, it would it would be then chaos. Chris,
2: listen to what listen to what you just said. Everything that you just said yeah. right there is the world to me right now. It's just a bunch of people running around being like, "Oh no, let's let's suppress solar power because I run a fucking multi million dollar thing. Let's suppress the third world so that they can make us cheap shit." That's exactly what is happening right now.
1: That's your view of the world, is the world is essentially run by a bunch of puppeteers who are greedy puppeteers who are doing these things.
2: But, is exactly right. So
1: you have this inherently negative viewpoint, like view on on how the world works and the world that
2: you live in. A hundred and ten percent. Man, for, come on,
1: <laughs> come. I gotta I, for real. What what is no, what are you fucking basing this on?
2: I'm basing it on you the fact own that- a
1: house. You are a professional. You live a pretty good life by all accounts. We all do. Like life's pretty amazing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I know, but you wouldn't know that if I was talking to you, like just right off the street. Yeah, like,
2: but the thing is, is the way that things, the way that things work beyond my little suburban neighborhood and the job that I have and this and that, completely insanity. It's it's you insanity. think it's bad? It's insanity. We
1: okay. This is see. This is what I am talking about. This is where everybody's got to get a fucking handle on some shit. All right. In the last fifty years, there has been a tremendous amount of economic mobility. There has been a tremendous amount of mass education. People are reaching their potential quicker and more effectively than ever before. More people are living in the middle class. There's more opportunity for people, more technological innovation. There's all these incredible things going on. And we wouldn't fucking know it because there's constantly this negative overtone. And like, this. it seems like this necessity for like, the world is fucking burning. And I'm just saying, like, There should be some self-reflection on that because everything you just said, much of it is not factually correct.
2: Well, I I didn't think it was a fact. It's just my personal opinion. Well, which you believe is a fact, yes? No, I don't believe it's a fact. Oh, okay. So you, what? what? Well, no. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I I can't. I can't. What I'm trying to say is, this is a theory. I can't prove what I'm saying without getting into some really, really deep shit. But the point is, man, is that let let's you know. Yes, there's more people moving up and yes, this and that. But the thing is, is that there's just more people. There's just more things happening. And so the thing is, is that like there's there's more people that have clued into the fact that like, oh, geez, if I actually want to make it in America, I better go out and get a university degree. And then it's not just a university degree. It's a fucking master's degree. And it's not just that. It's fucking getting a PhD. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows this. And so the thing is, is that there's been more avenues available to get people educated. Sure. You're still liquidating the rural economy. You're still liquidating, you know, people aren't living in, aren't living in rural economies anymore. They're just massing into cities where, you know, they're, 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 Becoming even more marginalized and displaced, and like you know, you think there are more people becoming marginalized as a result of economic mobility. I I think, I think, like mentally and mentally marginalized to to a point. Because the thing is, man, is that you know, if 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 you deny the fact that there's a bunch of people sitting around just not doing the right thing, if that's what you're denying, then the whole thing is, is, you go up to like go go somewhere like Grassy Narrows and tell that to their face. That this this isn't actually what's happening because there's a bunch of people up there that are spending 50, 60, 70 billion dollars to go and fight wars, but they can't they can't clean somebody's water. You know what I mean? They can't they can't give the Internet to, uh, you know, rural economies. They can't provide proper education to First Nations people. This, right. is, this is what's actually happening. Right. So the, for the folks like us that assimilate and sit in the city and play right. the game and be right. a nice little person and pay our taxes and all this shit, everything's good for you, man. But for 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 the dude living in
0: Chris, the, did you blast a serious fart?
2: No. For you, for the dude living in the East Coast, go go and tell what you <laughs> go and tell what you just told to like Lynn's dad. Go and tell what you just told to somebody living in the Arctic right now. So you
1: you're taking a litmus test of like people who still live in rural communities. I mean, I saw this firsthand when I was in Italy this summer. My father's village, San Martino and Pensilis, which 10 years ago had a population of about 10,000 and 10 years before that had a population of about 13, 14,000 people, is now sitting at barely 5,000 people. Yes, And
0: their entire like communities and real estate sales in Japan because their population is aging so much faster than their growth? Well, yeah. Where there's, like, it, 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 free yeah. house? Free house? Well,
1: it, it's this it's this You want a free house in Japan? Here yeah. you go. Well, here's the thing. In my dad's village, in my dad, the province in Italy where my dad is from, mm-hmm. the government, the federal government, is paying people to purchase property there mm-hmm. and live there. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Going, like, go, you know, so that's the thing. San Martino's become kind of this, like, retirement town. Yeah. And everybody wants to go work in the big city because there's more opportunity there. Not unlike when there was a mass exodus out of San Martino in the 1920s and 30s, which brought my family to Canada Mm -hmm. because there was limited economic opportunity there. So they left home and they came to, they went to Australia, they went to Canada so that they could live better lives. Mm -hmm. And that's my point is like, this kind of mobility occurs often. Mm -hmm. Like this is what leads to improved circumstances for people. Mm -hmm. And globalization is essentially just a a variation of that on a mass scale. So what you're talking about, all these people unhappy with like these changing transitions of rural economies and blah, blah, like this is all kind of par for the course But like ultimately what is globalization? No, no, man, it's
2: it's not par for the course because what what you've done is you've taken the largest protein source on earth, which Mm -hmm. is all of the fish in the Grand Banks and you have liquidated that and given it to very few people and taken it away from the masses. You've done the same thing with like farming you can't go out west and run a fucking farm anymore why because everything is just relegated to a giant ass farm we might as well be fucking stalin you can't go up north anymore and live like a you know live like the uh, the inuit live for thousands of years why because oh you can't kill your whale anymore and there's no fucking fish left and everything's filled with mercury that, that, so what 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 has actually happened is you're just forcing people to come to the city for opportunity. Why? Because you've taken their opportunities away from them. And I'm not saying you, but I'm saying the world right. as a whole. All we've done is liquidated all of our assets for trade. China's done exactly the same thing. Fuck the environment, pollute everything. Oh, so you're talking about like trade we, we've, with America. we've
1: literally and figuratively sold the farm for trade.
2: Yes. So and, we're and, and we're, you, you we're
1: selling and diminishing our natural resources for trade, yeah. even though it's benefiting us economically. It's lifting people out of poverty. It's uh, lifting poverty. the entire
2: world out of poverty. But yes. the thing is, is at what expense? You you go go to the Philippines and talk to all of those people about how their entire forest was ripped down right. to put place a pl- palm plantation. Why? So I can have cheaper. Yeah, tacos? I, get, I get I get what you're saying. Okay. The, the
1: whole world should switch off. And go back to a simpler way of life that doesn't necessitate diminishing our natural resources, and essentially living like we did 500 years ago.
2: Mm, No, I don't know why. 500 years ago, with the internet.
1: Yeah. Okay. But (laughs) all right. So, but this goes back. How practical is it what you're saying? I still want Netflix. How is how is the the internet Netflix supposed to exist by us doing that? Okay, but wait a second. Wait a second. Let's slow down. Slow down.
0: <laughs> this this is what f- frustrates me about your argument here, Chris. Uh-huh. What frustrates me is that you, whenever you make suggestions like this, like a change, uh, like a big change, it's always like, oh, the Dark Ages, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it, Gus isn't suggesting that we go back to medieval times, man. He's just saying that, like,
2: whoa, 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 the dinner theater?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go to medieval. I'm times into with that. You. <laughs> But, but the, curiously, there's, there was a news story recently about like recycling. Did you guys read about that? No. So about I guess.
2: 50% of our shit ends up in a third world being burned? Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Let's talk about that.
0: Well, I don't really want to talk about that because it makes me really sad. But like, so we have this program, like a blue bin. What they're telling us is that, you know, you're recycling, reduce, reuse, recycle. But it's ending up in the third world and you know why,
2: chris listen to this the reason our recycling is ending up in the third world is because we don't have an internal economy to get rid of our own garbage meaning somebody either doesn't have enough money or the facility or whatever to do it Uh so the thing is is this is where you know the libertarians are going to jump down my throat and kill me but this is where the government needs to step up and say no, enough is enough. We're not just putting this stuff in a shipping container and send it over there. We're going to take an active role that everything that we put in a recycling bin here in Canada is then reused in Canada. Period. End well, of story.
0: I think that's what they were take saying. Take a leadership role. I think that's what they were saying about about like plastic bags, for example. Like, there's not enough yield, or it's, or it's not. Uh, I don't
1: disagree with any of that. I mean, you no, know, that's yeah. all fine. I mean, the recycling, the re- whole recycling argument is like. Egg composting and all these things. I find this really curious. Very curious. Like how that like like how
0: how is it ending up there? Do we know?
1: Well, first of all, it's not our recycling that ends up on the on the shores of Manila. It's all of our electronic waste. Okay. Well, no,
0: they were talking about plastics and plastic bags this well, week.
1: I'm sure there's some of that, but yeah. the vast majority of what Duterte just shipped back, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. And he, like it, it's in Vancouver. Mm. There's something like a thousand containers of shit. Mm-hmm. That has been like rotting mm-hmm. for six or seven years. Yeah. That is now just sitting in a port in Vancouver somewhere. The vast majority of it is trash okay. and electronic waste. A lot so of it's actual we, garbage. What are we
0: actually paying for, though, over there?
1: Well, the the reason why I went over there in the first place is because the Philippines gave us a good rate to reprocess this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Canadian so all government the copper at the top,
0: wiring, all of the components. Not that
1: quite. Stuff? They just said they can't we just negotiated a, a, an agreement apparently where it was just like we're gonna ship you a bunch of containers that are going to have 40% trash bags, which you can sift through on your own. It's organic waste. It's garbage. It's whatever. And you can pull whatever you want the fuck out of there. Yeah. 20% of it, 20% of it is going to be electronic waste, which there are precious metals inside of. There's plastics you can reconstitute. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is like recyclables that you can do. It was essentially, it was it was like, you know, opening up, you know, like uh, what's that, what's that show that used to be on A&E, you know, like when they open up the shipping containers,
2: it's like, oh, storage, buddy, wars. storage <laughs> wars. So
1: it's, it's like, It's like, okay, well, we're going to just ship you this stuff. This is exactly the makeup of what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we'll pay you X amount of money to take it. And that was favorable to the Filipino government at the time. Okay. So they took it. And I don't know what ended up happening with it. I guess governments changed or something like that. But Duterte didn't like that. He's just like, you're just shipping us our garbage. We didn't just ship them their garbage. We paid them to take the garbage and then and we then to take d- it back. And then, well, yeah, we did but, <laughs> all on a big old boat. That yeah, I mean that, that, that's hour. that's that's politics for <laughs> you, right? That's governments changing and, and priorities changing. But like we did a consensual transaction with that government, where it was like you are purchasing these things with the understanding that they're full of this, mm-hmm. and you guys will take anything that uh, that uh, that's in there and reconstitute it any way you see fit. So for an emerging economy like the Philippines, they were like, "Fuck yeah!" There's pro- I think they had. They had speculated that there was something like, I don't know, like 2 or $3 million worth of precious metal reconstitution that could be derived from these containers. Now, they processed a few of those containers. That's what I understood. And they, and they actually got a good return per container based on what had been understood. So that, that's just kind of how these things happen. Like, like, and then you know the new government comes in. It's like, this is all trash. This is bullshit. And we're shipping them back very symbolically which he did. He broke the, like, first of all, we already have their so money. This, uh, so he just shipped us back stuff, but
0: that we already, but are you, I'm talking about the news story from this week. I knew all the, all everything that you're what talking story? about, that, which is specifically dealing with what we put in. It was our, a, it was a marketplace investigation within our, 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 our blue and our black bins.
1: Yeah. Much of it does not get recycled. Yes. So. And, and the reason why it doesn't is because of what are poorly negotiated and formed agreements with local government to in fact, like for instance, orga world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is the company that the city of Ottawa, let's, let's bring it to a local level has negotiated. Uh, we had like an 80,000, an 80,000 ton ceiling every year, which we were never hitting for compostable waste. Okay. I think last year we just barely hit it and it's been a struggle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing applies to recycling. If, if we're paying a company to, to constitute or reconstitute or actually recycle mm-hmm. our stuff, Once they take it, okay, if they deem that it's actually more um, cost effective to essentially just burn Mm it— Or to just bury it mm-hmm. on their own land if they have it or whatever the case is, that's great. So, but le- legitimate, legitimate recycling, which is the melting down and reconstitution. To these this plastics, isn't what I'm
0: talking about. I'm talking about the fact that that has
1: I- to be insisted upon. Like that, like there has to be further impl like better implementation of these agreements and and follow through.
0: Do you think it's right that our garbage is being burned in in another country?
1: No, I don't.
0: So what you're that, saying? What's the point? Is like,
1: what's like, what, what is the objective? If the objective is just to get rid of it, yeah, and to reduce the landfill, that's,
0: that's kind of what it was, the, what they were getting. Well, to.
1: I don't know. I mean, it depends. If, if make it
0: someone else's problem, if we're, someone if we're, if, we're else. if we're paying somebody, so, if we're
1: paying somebody <laughs> yes. to make it their problem, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a good solution for us. It's not really a good solution for them. But then, on the same token, if they're if they're like, yeah, we'll take that deal, mm-hmm. then who are we to say no? Yeah. Do I think it's the best solution for the planet? No. Like when Rod Bryden had this thing. Do we need plastic bags? No,
2: we don't need plastic. Do we need bags.
0: plastic straws? No. Do we need plastic beverage containers?
2: No. Then why are you still making this shit? Uh,
1: I I think those should stop being that, made. That,
2: that's my that's my entire argument about all of this. I don't if, think that I don't if, think those
1: are good. Yeah, you're right. If, I mean, there are many come, things we agree on. Like like you know, like I I when I drink water, yeah, I use the same big fucking fourteen hundred milliliter container that I've been using for a year. Is it made of plastic? It's made of plastic, but I buy it once and I'm reusing it. F- like I never buy bottled water. Okay. Okay. It's not practical for me to use a glass container. I could cut myself. It's like, you know, why can't I use plastic?
0: Do you supplement uh, your protein with Orca's blood in that water? (laughs) Yes, I do. I eat meat. (laughs) I eat meat. And here's the other thing. You know, what's funny. Wait, let me just say something. I stayed silent this entire conversation and just throw in like little tidbits to fuel the fire. Like, no, but like I don't, I don't believe in any of this shit, you. man. I don't believe in any of this. No, shit. but like, look I at see it, what you're like, saying. Yeah, you guys yeah. are kind of polar opposites in that. Hey, Chris, I, I definitely agree with you. We have uh, an economic system that has benefited the three of us in this room. Can we yes. all agree with yes. on that? Yes. Yeah. 100. Right? Yeah. Gus, uh, I agree with you in what you're saying about the exploitation of the third world. Uh, I agree with you uh, in when you've made your comments about like why are we shipping components that we've you know, made here overseas to be sent back to be used in the products here. I agree with that. It seems a bit weird, but like Mm -hmm. uh, there's all I'm saying is maybe instead of looking at all the things that we could do, we should maybe be looking at better future proofing on things. For example, this is the last thing I'll bring up. Um, (laughs) Batteries, right?
1: Oh man, that's, that's
2: yes. Get rid of it. Get rid of batteries. Yeah, but okay. batteries are the thing that's going to solve em- the emissions issue. No, they're not. Okay, so the, the emissions that it takes to produce a battery are worse than just driving your fucking car around. They actually negate any. You're right. Any green. You are right. Any green benefit that comes out of a Toyota Prius the, is immediately written off. The
1: carbon life cycle of the production of a battery is more than the what it preserves in terms of. Versus if you used a gas car, the other thing too, like that, or if you burned, uh, burned wood or coal,
0: this is what I'm like kind of talking about better future proofing in that. Like we know that it's going to be tough. At least there is some sort of cultural awareness going on in Canada and the States. I mean, people it's, it's being talked out like endlessly now, right? It's a, it's a political point. It's a, seems like to be like an ethical point, but like in the meantime, when I look at, you know, companies like Tesla, Tesla talking about, okay, home batteries, battery this, battery that. It's like, where are you going to put all those dead batteries, man? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like,
1: Batter- batteries can be recycled.
0: Yeah, I know. And they but, are recycled. Which is why I specifically brought up the recycling issue before I brought this up. This,
1: this is why the, the stuff that we have mined out of the earth, yeah, 100% of it can be reconstituted. Yes, so Tungsten, well, magnesium. Uh, the cadmium, uh, but, lithium, but lithium. this, this,
0: this is why I specifically brought that story up before talking about this mm-hmm. is that we know now that we will take the most, um, fiscally easy way to deal with things. Right. We won't, Bingo. We, won't we won't, we won't necessarily make the correct, the ethical choice, We will take the the cheapest way. The cheapest way,
1: yeah.
2: The cheapest and most effective way to do it. And does is it just me or does cheapest usually go hand in hand with unethical?
1: Well, (laughs) not all the fucking time. I don't. I I mean, look, look, cheap, cheap, doing everything the cheapest way. Look at Chernobyl. They did that the cheapest way possible. Look what happened. Unethical. Well, it it was unethical the way they did it. Yes. Yes, like cheap is not always the solution, and I think for the most part.
0: So I'm just saying like Mankind
1: with, learns from its lessons when it comes to but with,
0: stuff. But With trends, we know that we can say with a certain degree of certainty that these a lot of these batteries won't be disposed of properly. They'll yeah. be disposed of the Correct. same way these, these bags are, or right. we'll 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 dump them on the third world. We'll bury them. And bring in this
1: full circle. This is where things like these these feed them m- to the these Strikes and these and these initiatives awareness are important.
0: Yeah. I but, agree.
1: But and, and yeah, because this is what creates awareness for people to go. Mm-hmm. We need to be more conscious about what we're fucking doing with this shit. Yeah, what we're doing, what, what, the behaviors that we need to change, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like they they fuel alarmism in in some cases and perpetuate some myths. So it's there's. There's got to be a balance. There's got to be like yeah. reason and logic with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like it, it, there's not oftentimes, you know? Yeah.
0: But like people, I know what you're saying and I agree with you. But you know, people- everybody
1: gave Brian Mulrooney shit as being like a fucking asshole PM, except that he was the guy who, who, who like dealt with the acid rain problem in the eighties. He was arguably the most environmental PM we've had in he the last four He also brought in the years.
2: GST and signed NAFTA. Yeah. Negates any good right there.
1: Are you fucking
2: kidding Bri- me? Brian Mulroney was the catalyst for the decline in the auto sector in Ontario, period. Hands up. That's true. But It is true.
1: So, but what does that have to do with what you just said?
2: Well because it's like you know it's like any any good that comes of okay so you signed an acid rain treaty but you now caused all of our shit to be manufactured in Mexico so basically you just created more acid rain because now they got to ship all that shit back when it no, was that's just not true. when it was just made down the road in no, Oshawa No
1: that's not true that's oh, not true okay. the, the, the the acid <laughs> rain has declined steadily since 1984 that statistically and scientifically, what you just said is wrong.
2: Yeah, because we're not using leaded fuel anymore, man. That's yes,
1: biggest. that's part of it. And also, there's more containment when it comes to the invention
2: of the industrial converter. emissions. Yeah,
1: there's all these different things that happen. But what you just said, acid rain is not a problem anymore because of technological innovation. Yes or no?
2: Mm, yeah. Well, the yeah. answer is oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm, all, I'm
0: forgetting about Gus and like the whole technology and space thing. And yeah.
1: What is that? Okay. What is that why you're so apprehensive? No, no, this? no.
0: Gus is, yeah. I, because... It's not because of the space Technology? thing. I don't understand. It's because of the, I'm, I'm just talking about Gus with regards to like focusing more on what we have. Now. Like, are you, is that where you're coming from on this whole issue? Is that like, we have everything that we need. So stop looking elsewhere. Just take what we have now and fix that. So like, maybe yeah, I'm not I, making I kind
2: sense. of, I'm kind of like, I just, I don't know, man. Progress. You know, progress is,
0: is scary for you. You get
2: into this progress trap where you become... More and more and more and more specialized, and people become more and more and more and more siloed. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's there's, true. There's less and less and less people actually talking to each other. And all I'm saying is, get a bunch of smart people together who are smarter than I'll ever be, and probably highly paid. Get them in a the Sam room, and you know, this is this is what I'm saying. It's like if, if nobody wants to pay these people, the government should pay these people and just say, hey guys, fix this problem. How many times have we done that as a unit? You know what I mean? The United States turned around and went completely insular during the Second World War and became the industrial powerhouse that they are now. Why? Because they wanted to solve a problem, i.e., Hitler and Japan, mm-hmm. and they did it. Well, they, I'm
0: sitting here today.
2: They wanted they wanted to sit around and be like, what What is a weapon that we can use to solve the end of this? You know, to end the Second World War and to end all future wars? So they got a bunch of smart people together and they built the A bomb, and they only had to use it twice, and it's never been used again. You know, Um, not on a population. Yeah, no, no. You know what I mean? It's never been been used in a case of war. But the whole point is, you seen the
0: sar bomba?
2: That was fucking. Gus, have you seen this? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like. I I think they were like, okay, (laughs) this is enough. Like,
1: yeah, I think they detonated that. The Russian pilots are like, oh my god, the the wave.
2: Oh
0: geez, couldn't they see it from like twenty six or sixteen kilometers away? Sweden, man,
2: they detonated that shit in Siberia. Apparently, it went around the world six times. The the, that's real. enough like that you know but the point the point is yeah. is that a bunch of smart people get together all the times backed by governments who have a will and do something incredible and that that i mean jesus i'm, I'm talking about the movie contact right it's like yeah that that's exactly <laughs> what
0: to happened. to a degree though i think that's what chris is saying like get give
2: you- yeah, but I think Chris, Chris, is, I think you're talking about it from a free market point of view, where you're gonna you're gonna create something and then you're gonna have to sell it to somebody and they're gonna use it. I'm just talking about pure and utter. No,
1: free, no, free, I'm not, free. I'm not, I'm not. You, you're, you're okay. I know what you're doing right now. Oh, for, for the for the for the record, okay. I believe in free markets. I am a capitalist. I'm in. I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in these things, but I'm also a believer in regulation because unregulated capitalism, like. Is inherently exploitative, okay? So, like, I think there's always going to be a balance with everything. Balance, 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 balance. Not too much left, not too much right. I think that's that's where the sweet spot is—a balance, okay? Mm-hmm. So, going, for instance, what you were just talking about with respect to, you know, I don't think free markets is going to solve these problems on its own merits. I, but I okay. think it's going to solve most of these problems, in, like because of how it works. If but, there's a need, if there's a capitalistic need to fulfill something. You know, I think that that's the basis of a good thing, but I think it's got to be regulated to some degree. It's got to be monitored and and it can't be exploitative and people have to unemotionally and objectively look at these things and and debate whether they're good. Like, like with Elon Musk, I was talking about this over dinner tonight. I think SpaceX is a good endeavor. I think that's like what he's doing with SpaceX, I think is good. Mm -hmm. I think it's good for people kind (laughs)
0: The reason I think it's good for people kind is because I watched that shit land, man. And I was like, it's incredible. It's mind blowing. It's It's a platform
1: out in the fucking water. And this, this rocket fucking lands, man. Absolutely. It's fucking nuts. And it's, and and it's, and I think ultimately this is going to drive more scientific innovation, more discovery. And like these, there will be. More good things than bad things that come from this, and I think it's important. It 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 it, it speaks to our inherent curiosity and, and our and our and you know what makes us go and discover these things and 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 search and do all this stuff. Uh, I think Tesla is a good intention thing. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a long term profitable business, but I think it's a good intention thing. Solar City, his other major endeavor, all these photovoltaic cells. His, uh, his tiles, like his, his roofing. tiles. I think I think this Man. is all interesting scientific innovation that's quite expensive right now, but he's doing everything he can to scale. The average Tesla has dropped in price by about four to five percent a year, right? He's got a model that's thirty five to forty thousand dollars right now. So like
0: and, Chris uh, has but, six.
1: But the most important oh, I don't. The most important thing about what he's doing he drives a Hummer. is I would pr- I would predict that Tesla is either acquired. By one of the, the bigger manufacturers like GM or GM, Ford yeah. or Toyota or, or Honda or whatever. Or Tata Motors in India. I don't know. Because what's happening now is he was the first through the wall. The first through the wall is always the bloodiest, mm-hmm. okay? Just like they said in Moneyball. And what he's doing is it he's sparking the demand for these EVs mm-hmm. and the awareness about how they're good. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes with like hydro, hyd- like hydrogen fuel cells. Like we have alternatives to gas. But see that that, that, that's,
2: that's okay. I, I hear what you're saying, man. Mm-hmm. And it's all fucking great, but it's like, that's, what's <laughs> wrong with the free market, man, is that just out of sheer, um, because he has the money and because he can buy the airtime and because people think it's interesting and don't know any better, they're, they're getting behind these ideas when in reality, that is a failed idea. It's a, fucking bad idea okay. the,
1: the longest short of it is this
2: it's a bad you idea.
1: believe that capitalism in the free market is more bad than good if not it sounds to me that you think it's just really just no bad. No, no no
2: i'm I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad but what i am saying is that is that to if you want to solve this climate issue which is what we're talking about right. you can't allow This, you can't allow people that don't know any better to turn around and say, oh, yeah, batteries are a great thing. Look at this. I'm good. I'm driving a green vehicle and solving this problem and blah, blah, blah. You mean, you're not doing anything. Okay. By by loading up your roof with a bunch of solar panels that were mined out of some fucking shithole mine in (laughs) God knows where in Congo. Or from the northern, you know, reaches of Siberia. Right. I mean. This just just doesn't make okay. any sense to me.
0: You know what though? You know what though? You and I'm 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 trying to call both of you out, but you also said you have to invest in R and D, and that's how R and D happens, yeah, man. man. Like with with the use of technology, with the use of different chemicals, different processes, different cause and
1: effect, cause and effect. You know, all like, all. E- all movement, all curiosity. I'm not
0: saying I agree with you know Congo or, or anywhere being. But, what, but I, I want to know what are you what?
1: proposing? You we agree that this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you proposing? Man, because I, I can tell you that like the 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 solution of just reduction is not working. It's not objectively look at this. It's the, just the, not. There's
2: there's a reason it's not working. Is because we're not we are not limiting people's reduction. We are not forcing them to reduce. We are just...
1: So you're saying we need to force them to reduce?
2: You need, Yeah, in, in a way. Like, that. this is the whole... But f-
1: either yes or no. Like, e- either we no. force them to reduce or we just talk you about have, it. Yes,
2: you have to force people to reduce. So
1: you're advocating for the government to intervene and force us to only use certain things.
2: No, I'm not saying so drastically. But I'm saying that there, we don't need... like you know this is this is just a an example okay more than half of the shit that's in a dollar store man that comes in on a big old container from across the way right. we we don't you don't need that man you don't you don't need that i'm sorry you just don't okay
0: so number 1 on the list is the dollar store that's god
2: okay but but you <laughs> don't need that but there are
1: millions of people who would disagree with you and go i want and need these things it's
2: just disposable shit like,
1: elaborate that's i don't all know all it is like what it's like, just
2: it's it's plastics and trinkets and things that are made for like over in another country i think from I, understand, I understand what you're saying from so non-renewable resources you think
1: you think that the government should curb the the unnecessities that come with an environmental impact
2: Major, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: so here's the thing. Okay, implementing that in real time would be uh, a tidal shift in how we live.
2: hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm not saying do it right and now. What, it's and like, what? It's like but, and what? De- yeah, decrease. but even over ten decrease. years,
1: it would be a tidal shift because they would have done it already if that if, if that were the solution.
2: Listen, here's here's my example. I've said this before on this, but I'm like, I am adamant about this. There is something wrong with the fact. That I I have a strawberry farm right behind my house and I go over there and I pick up the strawberries, the pint of strawberries, and they're $5.99, $6.99. But yet I go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and I get my California strawberries Mm -hmm. that are from the most drought ridden place in America Mm -hmm. where they've had to reroute an entire river just to water my strawberries. Mm Then it's put on a giant, big old truck, travel all the way across the entire continent, right, and driven to my grocery store, and I can buy those cheaper than the fucking strawberries that came from behind my house. Explain the fuck of that to me, man. Yeah,
1: I'll explain it to you. So the reason why that happens... Is because Chris, there is no
2: reason. There is, I tell you, there, there is a reason. Hold on, there is no reason that you're going to tell me mm-hmm. that I am going to be like, oh, okay, thanks, thanks for telling me, Chris. I, there is no reason, man. So the so, fact is, is that the governments <laughs> on both sides of this, of our country, their right. country, NAFTA. We just talked about Brian Mulroney. All of these free trade agreements have made that strawberry cheaper at the discount of our environment plain and simple there is no other argument that is the box that it's put in that's why it is and that's it's like that with many other things the strawberry was just my muse
1: that, that, the the but the 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 mass the mass suggestion that this is encompasses all the inner and the inner, inner intricacies of free trade is incorrect okay there are there, there are some aspects of what you say that are that are that is correct. But there's also a, a, a side effect of that, which is more economic mobility, more people working as a result of that mass strawberry farm, and because of free trade, and more people being lifted out of poverty. That's inherently what free trade does. Okay, but yes, you're right. It has an environmental impact that must be taken into account. You are correct about bingo. That. But that's that's where it is. Like, what's the <laughs> net gain?
2: What's so the, the net balance? Loss? Is is that if you don't have enough water to water your strawberries on yeah. your strawberry farm, then maybe you shouldn't be fucking farming here. Second of all, why do we need California strawberries that are cheaper than strawberries that come from my local producer? Like, let's just start there. And yeah. Try but, but wait a minute. Yeah. No, no it, it has nothing to do with no, no, economics. No, no, but, but like
1: that actually happens too. Like you're, you're, Fucking zooming in on this one thing and making it like but this I, is like I, a world fucking no, no, no. policy. But hold it's on, like,
2: I'm just I'm the reason I'm zooming in on that one thing is because uh-huh. I'm trying to make it real simple. Because everybody think everybody, you know, you start talking about trade and everyone's like, it's so big, it's so it's so many things. And I'm like, let's just concentrate on the strawberry. You guys are getting emotional. You know, let's just concentrate on the strawberry.
1: <laughs> it's just it's it's an interesting discussion because. Yeah, what you're saying—the the aspects of what you're saying—are correct. Okay, like right. b- trade. What comes with trade is some um, diminishment of resources. Some, some—it's really called resource leveraging. And Trudeau said it himself, which is like no. And I would love to see Jagmeet Singh or Elizabeth May get into this fray if they were elected as as prime minister. Then part of the reason why they never will be is because they don't exist. If I'm being frank, on the side of practical economic realities you we can't have all that bitumen in the ground bitumen is dirty oil okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is dirtier than a texas yield like in like what they produce Street south crew, of the border yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's actually dirtier oil okay however we have a tremendous abundance of it and we've refined it to the point that like it's like we're massive, like we're, we've scaled it like it is what it is however there's no government that would leave that all in the ground Nobody in their right mind would leave that all on the ground. There is a demand for oil. What do we do? What do we do? The entire bitumen industry is this, cleaner. This, you know what this is, is, is cleaner than everything that Aramco
2: does in it, the Middle it's, East. It's funny, it's funny because you could you could write a Shakespearean tragedy out of this. Yeah. Is like what you're saying is exactly what a Shakespearean tragedy is built on. It's about <laughs> it's about the fact that like you have the gun it's loaded you have all of this money in the right. ground it's there it's waiting for you you could have prosperity you could be you know the uh the richest of the rich mm-hmm. but it's you know the Buddhists are gonna like me for this one but it's about just doing the right thing man that's all it's about well you know it, what? it's not about it's not about looking at something and saying hey look at that I need to exploit it it's about saying, that's there, it could be this, but it's gonna come at a tremendous cost. And quite frankly, that is the human condition. That That is the human condition.
1: Maybe. Maybe I mean uh, you know I, I think we agree more than we disagree on. This. I,
2: I told man I, I totally agree with you. It's just the way that we go yeah. about change because uh,
1: I, I, there's there's a lot of the stuff you're saying like is true, it's true. Like, but it's it's just we you know I think we have some disagreements of the application of these so Chris, solutions.
0: You're going to be my chief operating officer for my puffin fracking company, <laughs> Gus. You'll take care of communications. We're going nice. to
1: just shred a bunch of puffins. Yeah, I'll massage the
2: message.
0: All uh, I guess it's interesting whenever you guys come over to talk about this and we should shut it down. Cause we're almost an hour 20 now, but it's interesting whenever you guys come over to talk about this, because like, I hear you guys saying a lot of the exact same thing. Like, you know what I mean? You guys yeah, are essentially agreeing with each other, but
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. But that's what makes these discussions so great. Right. Because like Gus and I are an example of people who can be friends mm-hmm. who, who probably, well, I think we disagree politically, mm-hmm. And we might even disagree on, on many other things, mm-hmm. but I mean, at the end of the day, I can I can respect where he's coming from, and I I, I think that's reciprocated. And it's like, it's not going to impede my perception of him. Mm-hmm. Like I like the fact that he has a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. I like debating him sometimes,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I think that's what we should be doing more of. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because this conversation did not it, it, it is is happening everywhere.
1: I, I guess I wouldn't say it's happening everywhere. I think it's more like it's happening, and then it's like. You're fucking evil. (laughs) And then people aren't talking anymore. Yeah. That's what's happening.
0: Well, I just I think that there is probably more awareness of an issue. Like the way that I've thought about climate change, I don't even think about that. I just think about it more from a pollution standpoint. And that like to me, and this is how my brain works, you guys know I'm this way, right? Mm -hmm. I see things and I'm like, I question why the argument is that. I don't I don't question the sides of the argument. I'm like, well, why is this the argument? And to me, it's like You know, when you see all the factories and, you know, when I was down in New Orleans and we were on the Mississippi or when you're down in the Niagara region or like on the way to Toronto and you see the nuclear power plant. So my whole thing, uh, when I look at this and it's super naive probably, but I just look at it and I'm like, how can you expect whether it's climate change or any sort of health related stuff that pumping that much of this stuff into the planet's air is good, you know? That's the way I think about it. I don't think about it about climate change because, like, you know, the earth has been like these nightmarish levels that we've talked about, that they're talking about. The earth has been that before, you know? It has. It's been way colder than that before. We it's haven't been,
1: been here when you know, that was happening. I know, but but th- yes,
0: we just recently in in the timeline had a, a ice age. You know, well, if, if that ever happens, I, I'm I'm more worried about an ice age than friggin' two degrees hotter, man. Like, that would suck. No, it's ice gonna age. be great for skiing. Um, <laughs>
1: it's gonna be great for skiing.
0: But I, I just think of it more of a you know, we know that there's there's a cost to this much of an environmental impact. So to me, that's more of the issue here like there's a giant floating microplastic gyre in the north pacific that's just sitting there uh, yeah, that's, uh that's something that i don't i don't know the science of climate change i don't know the science of oil production i don't know the science of you know ecological conservation and all this i'm not that smart but i know that if i breathed you know I, I, when i smoke cigarettes i know what it's doing to me hmm. I wouldn't stick my mouth on a car's tailpipe. I wouldn't go live in a, a silo, you know, pumping out, uh, you know, all these things. So I just, to me, that's the way I look at it. It's like, okay, we can argue over whether that is causing an issue with our climate. Mm-hmm. But really, like, you know, we saw it with the ozone layer. Yep. We saw it with acid rain. We know that there is a consequence to the amount that we're using and doing with the environment. That you know, to me that's that's the, the question, right? Yep. How do we uh, mitigate or curb that? And and that's a, a tough multifaceted question, right? It's not uh, well, you just do this. It's more of a well, and this is what I liked about what Gus was saying with the strawberries. You take you take the simplest thing and you say, Okay, well, let's try to do something with this first, and then like everyone always brings up the polio vaccine, you know, how we got, we got rid of polio, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. When, yeah. when
0: that mattered, we got rid of polio. We did. Exactly. So that was one thing in the vast stream of, you know, illnesses. Yeah. You know, we can do that. We can do a lot better. And let's. Uh, that's the
2: whole thing is we, we, we can figure it out. It's just about. I, I, you know, I think a lot of people just wanted to get it figured out before it's before it's you know too late. Yeah, yeah.
0: man, we all got kids. Like we know That's that. A, uh, I don't want uh, I don't want coastlines to vanish and stuff. It'd be
2: hilarious if we got the climate thing figured out and then they're like, oh shit, there's a meter coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and let's end it on that note: the monster mash. We were going to talk about anxiety earlier. That's what I was yeah, referring to. Yeah, I've got anxiety
1: right now. Yeah, that okay. didn't happen. This is yeah. going to turn it into something else. Okay.
0: okay, Chris, I promise I'll post this and I'll post the last few tonight. Man, you better fucking post this I shit. I know. I'm posting it tonight. Okay.
1: My wife like has so much to catch up on. She's like, okay. what the hell's going on? Yeah, okay, I'm okay. going to slit my
2: wrists. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Good night. Bye.